24, my friends. This is Beautiful Subconscious greeting you on the day one of 2024, and what a privilege that is. I'm your host, Michelle Marie, and I love a good New Year's. I absolutely love the energy behind it. I love the excitement, the enthusiasm. That's if you didn't rock out too much yesterday. And I just really feel super, super inspired, like many of us at the start of the year. And yes, like many also, it can dwindle, but right here, right now, let's just relish in this excitement of newness. Like what will this year entail? Only time will tell. So this episode is all about just really gearing ourselves up, not to set goals, but to actually redefine and get really clear on habits because our habits will dictate our days and our days will dictate our destiny. So instead of being goal-orientated, how about we look at just creating these habits within and watch what they do for our lives, look what they do for our destinies, look what they do for what it is that we want to set out and achieve. So 2024, it is on. I love to just, I mean, I love all things spirituality and and learning more any any which way that we can find out more about ourselves like I'm hot on the pattern I think it's just uncanny how accurate that app is it blows my mind I'm like how do you know this all about me so I love the pattern I love numerology I love seeing angel numbers or numbers speak to me quite frequently I'm just like oh there's some sort of universal code of communication that's happening to me. I love my psychic donor. I love any which way that we can just connect to other realms of who we are. I am all for it. So I did have a little Google as to what 2024 is in numerology. It's probably the only time really that I gear into numerology is at the start of the year. I don't generally follow too much Chinese New Year's and and things like that, but like at the same time I do, it, it, this is the only time of year that I really, really think to look at it, however. So I did look up 2024 and what's in store. And, you know, according to astrostyle.com, this is the eight universal year and it's called the accelerator. So the eight universal year, according to them, is a time to make intentional moves. With a focus on material aspects of your life, we can take direct and powerful leaps forward to manifest our dreams and get paid doing it. Yes, fucking yes. Excuse me. New Year's, I never freaking swear, but that, that's coming out. Soz. So this is, eight is all about being that power number. It represents abundance on its highest level. The Chinese Zodiac.org, this gave another numerology prediction. And this is all about, it actually really resonated when I read this because I'm like, I feel, yeah, for me and, and for many of my clients are on this journey where since 2020, it's been 
it's been a lot. There's been a lot of shifts. There's a lot of transitions. There's a lot of movement in life. There's a lot of changes. There's a lot of growth. There's a lot of looking in, looking and really addressing some, you know, pain within in order to land in a space that is more deeply connected to who we truly are, to what we're truly worth, what we want out of life and being so okay to command that and claim that. So that's what I'm excited for. So the Chinese zodiac.org was saying that in 2020, we had our universal year four and where we had to rethink and rebuild our foundations, right? Then we had our universal year five, which challenged us to be flexible and to redefine what freedom means to us. And again, that was 2021. I could totally relate to that. There was a lot of shifting and shaking in that year also. 2022 brought us major changes Uh, in relationships as we entered in our universal uh, year six of love, healing and relationships. I can absolutely uh, agree with that. And 2023, the universal year seven showed us that life is about joy, creation and evolving from positivity and balance. Like that was it in a nutshell. Everything was coming back to pleasure and coming back to that center of enjoyment and joy and allowing yourself to really find that balance within. So in 2024, the universal year number eight is the year to manifest your goals, to take charge of your life, to face the consequences of your actions, and to also seek a year of equilibrium, to respect natural order and align yourself with your higher purpose. The number eight is a symbol of harmony and balance between the feminine and the masculine energies of yin and yang. It teaches us to seek equilibrium in the areas of our lives, such as work, relationships, or spiritual growth. I absolutely agree with that. And on a previous episode, I was talking about how in the previous years, I feel that there was a lot of unawareness or a a more of a blinkered state in not knowing how perhaps some of our behaviors were detrimental or self-escaping or self-destructive, whether we meant it or not. And then we, the pendulum swung back into doing some serious work within and just an understanding, okay, why am I behaving that way? Why are those reactions here? What are they all about? What do I need to do and be aware of? And, and what gold is in here that I need to now receive? and embody to move forward so these reactions are no longer stunting my growth and the love and happiness that I deserve. And so now from that, it's like, okay, I've found that space within where I've come to harmony and now it's taking this aligned action from a more integrated, equal baseline. I am all freaking for it. So this year I have set out to not necessarily go for goals because I think goals can be, we, we, we get that goals can lose their oomph and then it can be quite self-condemning when, you know, things get in the way and, and we lose that gusto and then they don't eventuate how we think. So instead of that, I'm all about habits, just really formulating aligned habits because coming from that, those aligned states and taking those aligned actions and making them into a habit, then what you want and what you deeply desire will come into fruition, probably even better than what you think the goals would have achieved. So for me, it's all about changing my first habit. So I think I've got about three that I wrote down, three or four. So my first habit is changing my approach to planning. So planning for me, I've, you know, I've had a love-hate relationship with them. I'm like, all right, I've got 
get everything done. I'm rigid about it. I block everything out and I wish everyone would leave me alone just so I could just gung-ho and just go for it and I can't get anything done until that's done. And so, again, in the universal law of energy, that extreme has to come back and then I kind of resented planning. I was like, you know what, I just think I'm needing to just allow myself some rest and just go with what feels right. And, again, that that structure or the flimsy lack thereof needs to swing back into a more integrated state. And so not saying that last year was like a flimsy and unorganized, it definitely had some structure and some elevations and expansions. But now just my relationship to planning, I think it doesn't need to be one or the other. It can be both and it can be playful because I think when we come from that state of play, we're going to achieve what we want in the most harmonious way. And so instead of planning my week, I now reframe it to how do I want my week to play out? And there's just a different energy underneath that. Still, there's a sense of planning underneath it, but it's taken away a little bit of that pressure, rigidity, seriousness that can really contract, you know, other ways that can be on offer and and easier, more aligned ways to go about it because we're just not opened enough to receive it. So when we change the way that we approach things of how would I like my week to play out? Like I, like if I recorded those episodes, how would I feel after that? After that catch-up meeting for these partnerships, how will I feel after that? All those clients that I get to connect with and we get to clear subconscious and elevate together and and really get, you know, aligned action and, and clarity within our minds and our emotions, how will that feel? And so suddenly that's going to change the whole way that I approach it. It's going to feel more conducive to my sole purpose of, of, you know, liberating people and living from that liberated state. And it's also going to allow for it to be more open and adaptable to other ways of approaching it if there's something in more alignment. So it's how would I like my week to play out? And I say that to myself on Sunday. This is the, this is, this is how I'm going to go about it and just allow every area that I would like to accomplish in, visualize it, see it play out, get excited by it and write it down and just allow for it to play out the way that it should, uh, the way that it will um, divinely be played. So allowing my week to be more infused with play and allowing my relationship with planning to be from a more playful state. The next is definitely celebrating more wins. I want to create that habit of celebrating more wins, big or small. Yes, we understand how amazing it is to celebrate these wins because more means more means more. And so I'm all for it and I love celebrating other people's wins, but for some reason, I do notice without me consciously being aware, sometimes I'm just like, oh, cool. I just want to just quickly for me, I just need to just accomplish that. Then I'll celebrate it. It's like, you know what? What about the 15 things that you've accomplished just before this major thing? Let's give them the recognition that they deserve. Let's create these habits of finding wins in every moment creating these habits of seeing every day as a win, regardless of how it's turned out. Because on a higher level, it actually is. Every day is a win. And that is a habit that we all deserve to embody, that really infusing that knowingness that every moment is an absolute win. The next habit is embracing my humanness. So, Often I noticed, especially in 2023, I was 
we in this line of work, and I think people that are becoming more spiritually aware or self-aware in that space, you can reason with everybody else and what it is that they're going through. And you can take empathy with their current state of being, all right, I get it. But then when things happen in our field or our world, it can be like, well, I should have known better. And I probably don't have as much grace as what I my humanness deserves. And allowing myself just to really feel things without being like, well, why am I feeling this? And why is this emotion coming up? I want to have that moment of humanness because this is as valid as anything else, just to be like, this is a raw emotion, like a baby crying. Just let the baby cry for a hot second. We want to be like, why are you crying? What's it? It's just like, it is just releasing. It's allowing itself to purge. It's like the most innate primitive response is to allow it to soothe itself through crying and obviously be there. Don't <laughs> let he or her just cry on their own, but just know that it's going to pass. So just allowing that emotion to be fully felt, fully expressed, let it come out and let it go without needing to overanalyze every given moment. There, again, it's always about that equilibrium of awareness and allowance, awareness and allowance. And so the fourth habit, and in my opinion, the most important is to not breach my own standards. I think we all deserve to formulate habits where we're not breaching our own standards. What that will look like will be completely customized and personal to you. But for me, I've got in mind how I show up in what I call in for myself professionally, you know, and not wanting to play small and the standards, not breaching my standards in relationships and just upholding what my heart desires and, and, and what I deserve and what we all deserve and, and holding the, faith and the hope and the trust and the patience to allow for that to happen instead of trying to control and then, you know, allow some, some behaviors or just some things where, you know, intuitively you're just like, oh, I, and that, yeah, that's exactly what I'm actually talking about. More intuition, like it's not breaching my standards, not breaching the intuition. Like sometimes I think we can hear things and then my head might not be ready to hear it at that time. And that's okay. But it's like really fine tuning that awareness around your intuition and not allowing yourself to drop below the line is what one of my beautiful mentors says. You know, whether it's the way that you talk about situations, is that above the line or is that below the line? Is it really from an empowered state? Or are you feeling like, hey, that's like a below level com like comment? Does it need to be said? Probably not. Is it going to do much for your life? Not if you put it that way. So it's just fine tuning those habits and also just allowing to tolerate more. I think we all deserve to increase our tolerance to commanding more in our lives. And that's not coming from greed and it's not coming from ego. It's like, hey, what if we all just dialed up the tolerance of what we command from ourselves and then not breach that standard for allowing that to drop? What would be different in your life? What would change? I dare say so much. And I can dare say that you would feel just this little like, oh, this nervousness of like, hey, that's going to require a different level of me. So cool. Let's level up to that. And then let's not breach that standard, anything below that. Turn up the dial of what we tolerate at that level. Let that be our baseline and just be aware of when we're breaching that standard. 
that's what I want. We all deserve to not minimize what we are here to have and here to be and here to achieve. And let's turn up the dial of our tolerance to greatness because we all deserve greatness. So this year, there's going to be some changes for sure. There's going to be different offerings. I'm going to dial that right up. I can't wait to share with you what that will be. In the meantime, jump on board the $111 initial consultant session because it will not last for much longer. I would love to get as many of you on board this where you can experience such rapid shifts within your subconscious that will provide the confidence, the clarity, the knowingness, the worthiness, the alignment to your worthiness, which is always there for you to really just take that massive leap within this year. This is what this year is all about. So let 2024 be the year that you completely accelerate, like take your foot off the brake and just allow yourself to push down on the accelerator and see what happens because you've got what it takes. We're commanding more, we're rising our tolerance. And you know, this is the year no matter whether it's the 1st of January, whether it is, you know, March 14th, there's never a right time like now. So whenever you listen to this, now is your time. You deserve that for yourself. You deserve that for your future. You deserve that for your family, your friends, your loved ones. So don't think that there's going to be a more relevant time like now. You deserve this for yourself. And I am so excited to support you through this, through clearing your BS, your beautiful subconscious to align you to what it is that you deserve. So thank you for jumping on. I am so grateful to share this space with you. I will see you again next week or be in your ears next week. And until then, enjoy the first week of 2024 and let this year be everything that you deserve. Mwah.